Last week, if you remember, I suggested to you that there is a difference between reading the Bible and learning to listen to and to hear God speak. Remember that? You took notes, you thought about it all week, didn't you? Somebody, these have a little pity on me, jeez. Thank you, jeez. Well, this week in Luke's story, I think we see that fact played out. As Jesus went to the synagogue and as he stood up to read the scroll, the prophet Isaiah was given to him and he unrolled it and he looked for that place that he, was, he wanted to, to read from, and he read. And Luke tells us that as he read, the people were ready to hear. They were ready to hear what God had to say through the words of Isaiah. Their eyes were fixed on Jesus now, ready to hear what God would say through Jesus' interpretation. They were ready, and I think they were even expecting God to speak. And do you know what God did? God spoke. I want us to be clear about this, that quite often, God speaks to us when that is the last thing on our mind, on our, on our radar. God speaks to us when we're not ready for God to speak to us. God speaks to us when we feel like we are the farthest away from God. God speaks to us when we feel like we have nothing to say to God. God speaks to us when we feel like we are the least person in the world. God would want to speak to. But we also know this, that when we want God to speak, and when we expect God to speak, do you know what God does? God speaks. Those people sat in that synagogue with their eyes fixed on Jesus, expecting and I think wanting to hear what God had to say. And God spoke through the prophet Isaiah's words. God spoke through Jesus' interpretation. And friends, God speaks to us today. And if you remember, we said that when God speaks, God brings new life, renewal, and purpose. So when we are expecting... And when we are wanting God to speak, God speaks. There's a difference between reading the Bible and learning to listen to and to hear the Word of God. There's also a difference in, well, just coming to church and expecting God to say something. Do you know the difference? Sometimes we feel like to save our own soul, we have to be here every Sunday. Sometimes to, to prove to ourselves that we're doing the right thing, we have to be there. And, and that may or may not have some place in our life, but there is a difference between feeling like we have to be here and then coming with an expectation that God has something to tell us. Y'all with me? And I want you and I to know the difference between those two things. Because God does want to say something to us. And with all the eyes of the congregation fixed on Jesus, and all the ears and the hearts there ready to hear, in the midst of that, God spoke. Now I've been with people 
who have felt like God has spoken to them after a Sunday worship service. And depending on how God spoke, they, they were consoled or, or they were rejuvenated. They were inspired. At the very least, they were ready to do whatever it was they were being called to do. Or they were ready to face whatever it was they were facing at that point. But that when God spoke to them, it brought peace. It brought joy. It brought all those things that we keep saying happen. It brought a wonderful assurance of God's presence with them. And it's the same thing, I think, that happened that day with Jesus in the synagogue reading from the prophet Isaiah. After he unrolled the scroll Jesus did, he read those words, he pulled it back up and he said, Today, this prophecy has been fulfilled in your hearing. And you know what the people did? They rejoiced. They were happy. I think they were glad. I think they were so overwhelmed that Yes, God has spoken. Now, the funny thing was God was speaking through Jesus. Oh, that's Joseph's boy. I remember getting on to him when he was just a little thing running back and forth. And now God's speaking through him. This is amazing. God speaks in many different ways. The people rejoiced. They were happy. They couldn't believe that God was speaking through this Jesus that they knew. And you kind of wish Jesus would have stopped right there. But have you ever known somebody who couldn't leave well enough alone? Yeah, that was Jesus. He didn't know enough, apparently, to be quiet. Because then he kept speaking. He kept on talking. And once he did that, that congregation's mood changed. And changed drastically. You see, Jesus could have spoken and heard all the amens and people were feeling so good he could have taken up a pretty good offering gave everybody a benediction tell them to come back next week for some more but he didn't do that he kept them lips a flapping and boy did things change now hopefully as you read through that story you are asking yourself Why did those people get so angry with Jesus? Why did they turn on him seemingly just like that? What could he have done to make them so mad? And really, mad's not even a good word. They were ready to push this man off a cliff. That's beyond mad. Fair? They got, you see, this is... They actually got up to go push him off. Now, if you can get church people to get up, boy, you must have them wild. They were beyond that, ready to push him over a cliff because of something that he had told them. And I think that you and I need to examine or need to assess what it is that he told them that made them so over-the-top angry. And as you look at the stories that he brought up from Isaiah and Elisha, I think I can sum it up like this. You haven't been what you were called to be. You see, those people knew those Bible stories. And what Jesus was reminding them is that there were times when God's people needed God's people. But it wasn't God.
God's people who stepped up to the plate. See, when Jesus talks about somebody from Syria, oh, ho, 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 you and I don't catch it, but that's an enemy. And to suggest that those people could ever, ever do anything nice or better than us, who do you think you are, Jesus? And essentially what he is telling them is that you have not been what you have been called to be. See, they understood, the people there, that they had a calling from God as a special people. They were God's chosen people. They were God's select. They were the people that God had risen up and that God would continue to rise up. They knew that. And I think they loved it. So much so that their understanding was, what is God giving to us? What is God going to be doing for us? And they lost sight of the other big part of their calling. Yes, they were called by God, but they were called by God to serve and to love. You cannot make it, friends, through the Old Testament without seeing that call. If you do, you're not reading everything correctly. God in the Old Testament does not talk a whole lot about heaven and hell. God talks about, are you loving your neighbor? God talks about, are you serving those who have been pushed aside? And that is what God keeps coming back to over and over again. And I think those people heard Jesus' message loud and clearly. You have not been what you have been called to be. Yes, you are blessed, but you haven't been a blessing. And I think for us, that's a good assessment for us to consider. We talk a lot about being blessed. We live in a blessed society. We live in a blessed time. We live in a blessed community. That's fine. You've been blessed. Are you being a blessing? We talk so much about being forgiven. God has forgiven me, and that's great, and God has. Have you been a forgiving person? We talk so much about receiving God's grace and amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That's great. Have you been graceful with other people? Have you treated other people with the same kind of grace you have received? We've been talking about being empowered by God, inspired by the Spirit of God. That's great. God does that. Have you taken that and then empowered other people and inspired other people the same way? Today we are coming together and we feel like, in a very real way, we are meeting Christ this morning. That is a blessing. Are we taking that meeting and helping other people have the meeting as well? If not, we are not being what we were called to be. Part of the the problem those people had is they knew who they were. And they knew what they had done. Jesus, since you've been gone, you haven't seen what I've been putting together. I've been real faithful around here. I've been doing a whole lot of stuff around here. And that doesn't seem to really bother Jesus. Jesus says that today, the scripture is fulfilled. So there's something very meaningful. There's something very right about asking ourselves, am I being faithful today.
And we got to stop trying to live off what we think we've done way back when. Today. Am I being faithful today? Our church's mission statement. Do you know our mission statement? To make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Sounds easy. Comes out pretty easy. But boy, it's pretty hard to do. Are we being faithful to that? Because I see that sometimes we churches, well, we're worried about getting somebody else to sit right here. We're worried about having somebody else come so they can help us pay the bills. We're worried about, you know, building a church that people want to go to so we can feel proud about what we built. But we were called to make disciples. Are we doing that today? If we are not, we are not being what we have been called to be. That sounds like a Debbie Downer, I know. Golly, John, I came to be lifted up. So let me lift you up. Today matters, right? Repeat that with me. Today matters. The good news is, friends, God speaks to us. And God takes us where we are today. God takes what we know today. God takes our understanding about today. God takes everything we are today. God can do a whole lot through the person that you are today. Now, I can assure you, God won't keep you the same person tomorrow. But everything begins today. And maybe today is the day that God speaks to all of us. We come here expecting God to speak, and I expect God to speak to me, and I expect God to speak to you, and that together, God leads us into faithful ministry, into a faithful life. And maybe today is the day that you hear God speaking to you. So we need to pray. Because God has been trying to speak to all of us for a very long time. Sometimes we're better at listening than we are at others. But today is the day of our salvation. So as God's people, let us pray. Almighty God, you have spoken your word to us this morning. And it's our prayer that you would help us to hear what it is you are telling us. God, that you would help us to know those times when we haven't been willing to hear your word. And to help us, God, make today be a more faithful day than yesterday. That you would take us where we are, warts and all, failings and all, and today rise us up to be the people you have called us to be. In Jesus' name.